Welcome back to the 7B Podcast. My name is Emily Bosong. I'm the staff writer at the Bonners Ferry Herald. This week on the podcast, another special edition of the Bonners Ferry Herald, where we go up to Boundary County and cover the local news there. So this week we're going to cover more of a regional story. It um, appeared in the Thursday, sept- September 22nd edition of the Bonners Ferry Herald, and it may have as well been covered in the Daily Bee, but I'm not sure which edition it would be in. Um, and it's called Kootenai Tribe Notes Wars Anniversary. Almost 50 years ago, the Kootenai tribe declared war on the United States on September 20, 1974, in order to be federally recognized as a tribe. Vice Chair Gary Aiken Jr. told the Bonners Ferry Herald that prior to being federally recognized, the tribe was in dire straits as tribe members were impoverished, as tribe members were impo- in impoverished conditions and many elderly were dying due to exposure. At one point, the Kootenai tribe had 5,000 members, but by September 20, 1974, only 67 Kootenai lived in Boundary County. Many tribal members had been relocated to other parts of the country as, as part of the integration policy of the United States. The federal government went through the federal government went through the allotment process for Native American tribes, but the Kootenais did not receive any allotment due to never signing a treaty with the federal government, Aitkinson. Rather, the Kootenais stayed on the 12.5 acres at St. Michael's Mission. Houses were built in 1930s, and by the 69, the homes were dilapidated, he said. In order to access medical care, Kootenais had to travel to Lapwai, the site of the nearest agency. Aiken said that council decided to declare war since they did not have a land base. Kootenai history says that the Kootenai people were created by created by the supreme being and placed on earth to keep the creator spirit's covenant, which is to guard and keep the land forever. The Upper Columbian United Tribes um, website said the Kootenai people kept the covenant by never signing a treaty with the U.S. government. However, by doing so, they were never federally recognized as a tribe. Quote, history tells us we are placed here by the great creator. End quote, Aitkinson. He spoke of the concept that if you take care of the land, then it will take care of you. The war was a peaceful war of the pen and brought national international attention to the tribe. After negotiations, the Kootenai tribe of Idaho was deeded the 12.5 acres of land at St. Michael's Missions as tribal land. Rex Aiken and others sold war bonds, set up pickets and tolls on US-95. The funds were used for travel expenses for negotiations in Washington, D.C. While some community members were at odds with the tribe, Aiken said there was also an overwhelming support from the community and beyond for their peaceful war. Amy Triss, Rex and Gary's grandmother, was chairwoman of the tribe in 1974. Triss, along with the tribal advisor, Doug Wheaton, went to Washington, where then-president Gerald Ford signed a bill and transferred St. Michael's Mission to 12.5 acres of federal land to the tribe for, the, for a reservation. Communities have been able to maintain their covenant and protect the land. The tribe also has a clinic and expanded tribal police force. Aiken said in 2014 that the war led to the measures that improved the tribe's health, safety, and security. It also helped lead to construction of the tribe's Kootenai River Inn and Casino, one of the county's largest employers. Quote, we want to help the county service and thrive, Aiken said at the time. Quote, we had to fight perceptions of who we are and what was going to happen there. We strive to have a higher standard and exceed expectations. We approach government and business dealings with pride, dignity, honesty, and integrity, end quote. Aiken said it took time for the Kootenays to learn how to navigate within the changing world while maintaining their values and culture. Quote, we were stuck in the old world, but now we are in two worlds, he said. He added that they needed to have a war in order to get the federal recognition and lead to the tribe's survival. 
Trail officials said they are thankful for the widespread support they received and donations from across the globe to fund their negotiations with the U.S. government. They also wanted to emphasize that the tribal members and all people share the land and the community. Quote, this is our community. It always has been, Aiken said in 2014. It's bigger now, but we embrace it. We have a stake in the community doing well and want to help make it a better place to be. 2008, Sonia Rosaro made a documentary on the Kootenai in the U.S. war called Idaho's Forgotten War, A Lost Tale of Courage. The Forgotten War was made covering the events that led to the tribe being federally recognized. The Kootenai tribe now owns more than 2,500 acres of land. Much of it is wildlife habitat. The number of members who live in the county have increased to about 170. Gary Aiken said the Kootenai tribe of Idaho continues to be guardians of the land by administering administering an environmental program that works to improve air quality, water quality, and to promote recycling to reduce solid waste. The tribe envisions a healthy ecosystem with clean, connected, terrestrial, and aquatic habitats with fully, which fully support tra traditional tribal use and other important societal use. In other local news, the Moye Dam Resurfacing Project is nearly complete. I met with um, Bonners Ferry City Engineer Mike Klaus um, a few weeks ago, and he showed me the dam and we just saw the improvement happening. So just as we, the city started this project last November, where they're just removing the upper layers of cement off of the dam spillways. And then we're adding the new layers on top of concrete. Now we've moved from the west wall and the center, well, the west wall, west spillway, and then the center um barrier wall not quite sure what the right word is and now they're they've already redone all that and now they're resurfacing the eastern wall and they're just slowly progressing down there the projected date for um, that project to be completed is november but after talking to klaus and seeing the dam for myself he's pretty certain it will be done earlier sometime in um, mid-october the dam was originally cre um, completed in 1948 and after seven, 70 years of deterioration, it was time to um, repair the structure. So originally, there was um, a bond that passed to fund the resurfacing project, and it was it cost um, $4.125 million, and it had a... Moye Dam provides 25 to 30% of the overall electricity needed in Bonners Ferry. Klaus said that if the city can keep the dam operational, then they won't have to purchase power through Bonneville Power Administration. When the bond passed overwhelmingly in support for the improvements of the, of the dam, Klaus told city officials that ratepayers found value in having a dam and working in operational use. He said in order to keep it operating, the Moya Dam has to be maintained. Since it is a run of the river dam, its production and energy waves and wanes per season. The goal, Klaus said, is to keep the dam operational for the next hundred years. And so the hope is as they resurface this it should last at least another 70 years or more we don't really have many other comparables for dams this size that are receiving similar repairs because there aren't that many dams this particular size that are also around the river so unlike houses we don't have any comps but anyway that project should um that project is almost done and we should have probably another update pretty soon in the bonners ferry herald saying hey this is the new um Moy dam and look how pretty it is and that does provide a good amount of power for the city. It's not it's not enough to make sure that they don't have to purchase any electricity from Bonneville Power Administration, but it really does take a quarter to a third. Um, it does produce a, a quarter or a third of the city's power, so that really just helps us, you know, not have to purchase it from elsewhere. Other local news, um, we've our Special Olympics team has gone out at it again, and they have 
they went to a bocce ball comp competition um, two weekends ago, and they, so we had some first place winners, we had some third and fifth place winners, and it was just a whole bunch of fun and excitement for all the athletes. Badger Sports is doing well, is doing great as well. Um, in, the, in the September 22nd edition of the Bonners Ferry Herald, um, volleyball was seven and one, um, and football was four and zero. Um, this this podcast is recorded prior to the homecoming football game against East Valley, so we're not really up on day, you know, time travel and all that. Come Monday, they may not be four. Well, they won't be four and zero. They should have played the East Valley, but right? cross country is making some ground. You know, more they've got a good turnout of um, they got a good turnout of boys this year. They're still trying to build a girl program, but they're seeing um, athletes drop times as they're moving more from the two um, two miles and two k races, and they're moving more into um, three miles and five k's. Soccer's are doing good. They are now starting to play. Timberlake and Coeur d'Alene Charter, which is more of our league, but of course, you know, soccer's funny. There's everything 3A is basically fair game, so we're, I think they've only lost one game each right now, and I know the boys have a draw, but again, by time of recording, there's already games happened on Friday that are not, I have, well, at my time of recording, they haven't played yet, so we'll have another full Badger update, of course, online, on on our, on our social pages and of course in the paper. Remember to follow us on social media at Bonners Ferry Herald on Twitter, BF Herald, and on Instagram, BF Herald. We're still doing our best shot competition, so just send us in one of your photos that you found on your camera roll, give us a little description, and it might run on our social media pages. You can also visit our website, bonnersferryherald.com, to catch you to catch up on the news daily. We, we only print once a week, but we do update the website regularly with breaking news and updating on sports as well prior to print. Remember Bonner's Ferry Herald, your place for Badger sports. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.